When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. Great day ahead here. We've got a good show for you guys. What? happened last night between you guys a lot of fun stuff i know oh, you were bowling I was, bo- I was at bowling and i just couldn't have been more um well i was delighted to see my bowling me yes! and that came says, quick oh it really always quick. does because it's just you know you get a third of the year off yeah exactly which is why we have a 10 person team because right. it's such a big commitment but tuttles has made some did a, some remodeling it looked beautiful in there and we our league our mixed it's a mixed league you know uh-huh. so it's can be it's does not an all man or all female that's thing. usually Co-ed. what mixed means that's right okay thank you um <laughs> duh, the blonde is really the sports i so i am having difficulty and so is casey still with re-entry into the time zone the time zone and i have woken up five days in a row at five in the morning absolutely starving what did, you, what did you eat? Because I was up at that time this morning and had ice cream. I got up and had a piece of toast and scrambled some eggs. Oh, that sounds better and more healthy than what it, I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last night at like 8.30, I was just like, oh, I want to be in bed. I have another whole game. You know, I was just you like think so tired. That time change. I mean, if you would have stayed there for a little bit longer, it would, it's just it's always, always coming be, home. Right. It's always That's, coming home because you have to... You, you have to stay up to kind of get yourself back. Because it's it, six it, hours ahead yeah, of us. I might as well have gone to bed uh, you on might. Sunday. Right. Uh, you know, but anyway, so wah, wah, wah. You know, wah, don't wah. shed a tear for uh-huh. me and my readjusting time zone. But, Vacation issues. Yeah, but there was a new thing at bowling. So they have a new computer thing at Tuttle's. And um, it's always been... It's been automated bowling for a long, long time. I can barely remember how to score. The old scoring. Oh, that's Isn't that something? Do. Math. <laughs> Math, yeah. A thing of the past. And um, <laughs> so the new thing they had is you could do lane chatter with the other lane. Lovely. So smack I, talk. we found a new way to smack talk and flirt with our favorite um, <laughs> handsome guy team. Okay, how do you? Okay, that is hysterical to me. And you can take a picture of yourself so your picture can be up on the screen. And they gave the bowling statistics after you threw. And like at the first game, I bowled like just crap, 128. But we're setting our average. Sure, sure. This is a good time to be and bowling And at the back. end of it, it said, you have missed 66% of your shot. Oh, a and I'm like, honest. I kind of know that, but thank you for giving us the math. So I decided I can't look at that anymore. Okay, so like if you see someone and you're bowling with friends and you see someone cute on lane 10, can you say, hey, lane 10, it's lane 2? Yes. Can you, we buy you a beer? Yes. Oh, that's very fun. What a great 
thing to do with that stupid scorecard. I know. I We thought so, too. Is so. it hard to do that? No, you just find the lane and you just send a message. I, does it show up on their big screen then? No, not on their oh. big screen. It just show blinking oh. on their monitor okay. at their table. So it's not, it doesn't oh. take the place. Okay, because I thought that'd be kind of funny. No, no, no. I was sending some terrible I was going to say, sure I like the privacy of it. Yeah, and then <laughs> you look good when you bend over and roll that and you ball. you can't believe how many things sound dirty and bowling, oh, you know? Yeah. Right. And, um, well, Lori. So, Tom, who's on our team, who's a lawyer. Yes. And um, he wrote a note. The opinions that are expressed by Lori represent solely her and are not to be held to the rest of the team. <laughs> Just <laughs> legalese. Some legalese. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Mm-hmm. So we, I feel like we have that on this show, too, don't we, Grant? Yeah, yeah we probably. Should. probably. <laughs> we don't, the dirty we mind is represented by Grant and Lori right. and That's not true. Julia. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, let's talk about Project Down and Dirty yes. really quick. So we... Have been selling out, selling gangbusters. The tickets are still on sale. Go to the MyTalk um, homepage, MyTalk1071.com, type in keyword project, or just go on the homepage, buy your tickets here for the Film Fest. Mm-hmm. And we have, what do we have, 19 VIP tickets left? Yes. So if you want to take advantage of it, that's when you get to come and watch our reunion show, have a special beverage and food. We're going to have a cocktail the red, party. Yeah. Watch the red carpet, mm-hmm. do some other things. So those have been going fast. So there's just 19 left. Okay. And then there's reserved general admission for the other two screenings. Right. It's still and, available. Those are 40. And just so people know the screenings, because it's not, these are short films. Yes, they are. So the times of the screening, the first one's at 730 the second one's at eight, and the third one's at eight thirty. So you're not, we're not talking like midnight screenings or something. Right, right. This Very is four, great. Four small movies of eight to ten minutes. Yes, yeah. and then with the Q and A, and we'll do it at all of them. Yeah. So um, if you wanted to do the VIP, and it all goes to charity, you guys. Mm-hmm. So this is just a great yeah. way to have a fun night and make a donation. I'm sure it'll be sold out by 4 o'clock, at least the VIP, the rest of them. I'm surprised there were any left. I was too. Yeah, but you know what? People are, um, you know, sometimes working, working and forgetting that they have, uh, you know, plan social plans to make. There you go. Get on is, it. This is going to be a Friday night. Friday. What day is it? That's the, the 30th. 30th of September. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I uh, um, talked my mom into doing something that she said she was done doing. Which I'm glad is, you did. Yeah, my mom told me um, she was all done traveling. She didn't want to travel anymore. She didn't want to go to Vegas. She didn't want to go to my sister's place in Cabo. And I think she just kind of, uh, um, I, I think that after she had to put her dog Trixie down, her, she just is down to one dog. And she's been able, to, she's walking twice a day. And her body feels better. Her knees feel better. And now she's like, well, I can. I guess I can go to Vegas because I enticed my mom for her 76th birthday. We went and saw Pitbull. Right. For of, this as, one. as every 76-year-old <laughs> wants to go do. I can't believe we haven't done that for my mom. What's so, an 86-year-old want? I don't know, but my mom is Lamar, turning. Kendrick Lamar. She's turning 81, and I, uh, I enticed her with Donny Osmond at Harris. Oh. Um, he's just had this limited residency. Is it over then? I think it's over like the middle of November. And when I booked the tickets for this Saturday show that we're going to, I mean, it's like in a month and there were maybe 40 seats left out of this theater at Harris. I'm so telling you, I'm he, kind of excited about that it. is, he puts on a, sh- we love Donnie. Oh, Lori, I hope you get backstage. 
I, you know what? You can. It was it, there's there's a, an option. There's an option, but Julia, uh, airfare is. I think that's MEA weekend. Oh, so it was a big weekend. It, there's a. I don't know. I mean, airfares are really expensive. The they demand are right. is up, and yep. people are traveling, traveling, and sometimes people book their fare too far in advance. I, that's why I just say use a travel agent if you can. All right, one hundred percent, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway. Well, that's going to be fun, and I'm glad she's going. And oh my, we the, have so much fun together when we go to Vegas. And that's the difference, I think, between you know when you have a couple dogs and you worry about tripping all the time. Yes, because that's what a lot of people worry. That's why you buy the clamp-on grippers in the winter, yeah. so mm-hmm. you can go and still walk. But and she could that. never walk with the two dogs, and that was kind of always what I sort of thought. I was like, oh, you need to get those new knees This moving. makes me happy for the Mooty. Yeah, and even though she still misses her Trixie, <clears throat> she's feeling physically like so much better because she is walking twice a day with the other dog, Bella, who's a good walker. I love that. Yeah. So Hi, anyway. Mooty, if you're listening. Yeah, the Mooty. Yes. Uh, very excited. Okay, so listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Whitney Houston, it was such a great I know the video, every song was a hit on this album. It really wasn't. I guess, I think you and I both forgot that that Whitney Houston, that there was going to be a biopic coming out about her. I know I did forget about it. And the the woman who's playing Whitney Houston, Naomi um, Aki. Aki. Aki, excuse me. And she was in the movie The End of the Bleepin' World, if you saw that. No. But she's playing um, Whitney Houston. And um, we posted the trailer. It's it's the first trailer that's been available. The the biopic is called "I Want to Dance with Somebody," and it's clear from what we see in this trailer, and it's from the same writers who gave us Bohemian Rhapsody, that we this will be a movie about Whitney, the singer, her music, and her creative relationship with Clive Davis, played by Stanley Tucci in the Love movie. Love it. And Love it. He looks just like Clive Davis. And all the singing is from Whitney herself. So the the estate approved it? Yes. And Naomi looks like she's inhabiting Whitney's spirit from before everything went south. I don't think I I think there's gonna be maybe it's gonna end at the the Star Banner. Okay. That yep. that thing. I don't think we're gonna see anything. Okay. Um because same with Bohemian Rhapsody, that sort of, you know, they don't, it doesn't have to be all no, the way through it the whole story. Yes. But the Hopefully thing, the same with Madonna's biopic. Oh, Lord. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, people are all up in uh, Naomi's business because they don't think she looks enough like Whitney. But when we watched the trailer, I thought it looked perfect. First of all, who can look like Whitney? I, I mean, come on. It, it is not easy to look like her anyway. I, I don't understand why... Is this Twitter? Well, yeah. Basically. Twitter's up in everyone's eyes. Yeah, I know. I just really, decided if yeah. there's a reason, if you want to get upset at one someone, mm-hmm. just go to Twitter. Yeah, I know it. And I you can it. just bark as loud as you want. And- yeah. It's coming out December 21st. So it looks oh, really for the good. Holidays. Sony's releasing it, but we're not going to get the drugs, the romance with Robin Crawford or Bobby Brown or. Her, you it's going to be about her discovery and the, yes, and the, the relationship. Years, I love this. Yes, so do I. So and she was everything. Just everything, and that you know, her music is so good. So I'm so excited about that, and it really is Whitney singing. So, um, I don't know. We were impressed when we watched the trailer. Well, think of the good ones that we've seen. We saw Rocket Man, the Elton John one, Elvis, mm-hmm. Elvis. Boz Luhrmann today said he's too tired to put out the four-hour edit of Elvis. Oh, wouldn't that be a fun watch, though? 
Um, nope, that's nope. too long. I think we got everything that, that we was needed. My mom has ordered, like, she got the... The, she, the, she, the bonus footage DVD. She got the DVD with yeah. the bonus footage. She wants to see that. I think that's really for hardcore Elvis fans. I think HBO Max, for their purposes, people just want to see the Elvis movie that was in the theater. Yeah. 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 That's it. And it'll be better because you don't have to see the 20, you know, the preview. It was a long night, and a lot of people just thought it was so long, but I thought it was... It was so good. It was so yeah. good. So good. So, and this looks good. This, it does. I dance and, with somebody. And I just go to the Madonna one. I keep wondering. Oh, yeah. Julia, it hasn't even... all. It's gotten a green light from a studio. I know. But That's we it. don't have a script done. We don't have official casting. So this is such a long way away from coming to the theaters. And Madonna, with her, um, you know, pension wait, for... Wait, 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 um, wait, wait, wait. Okay. It's going to be good. Grant... Quote. Madonna with her pension for maybe <laughs> maybe having a light attention span mm-hmm. for something is we're finding out we have to make a movie. It seems like a very disciplined process to make a movie. I can yeah. say for a fact that you and I and Grant will probably not wish to join Vanessa Powers, our director, in coming up with films. We'll continue just to do our little Insta stories because we don't have the discipline <laughs> that it would it's required, which is why they've given all of us a director because mm-hmm. we could not make oh. our own movie. And so this is the thing with Madonna. I don't know if she has... We know she has discipline, but she's made two movies... And neither one of them were very good. The were, one was really bad, although it was beautifully filmed in Italy. The Two of By the Sea? The Guy Ritchie one? The Guy Ritchie one. Right. But maybe he directed that. But he the did. Wallace Simpson, yeah. W.E. That she, and I went with Aunt Marlene to the Dinah Theater to see that. And it was beautiful costuming and all that. But there was no story. Right. And Vanessa told us yesterday. You need a what script. What is the story? Well, what is the story you're telling? Yeah. Because depending on what kind of a movie you're doing, because mm-hmm. um, like, you know, like Larry David, no scripts on that show. And they said that that's one of the most intimidating I bet. TV well, right. shows to work on because Larry just says, well, here's the setup. We're going to go to the coffee shop <laughs> and I'm going to have a fit about the size of the coffee and you're just going to react. That's all they know, whatever it might be. Right. <laughs> it's just improv acting, you know, so it's beautiful, beautiful thing. But um, anyway, so. I just don't know about Madonna, and who knows when we'll see it. And I do think it's, she's just not the right person to be directing her own story. I don't think. I think somebody else would do a much better job. I agree. 100%. You know, let the Bohemian Rhapsody writers write her story. She already went, you know, Diablo Cody, very talented script writer. They sat at it for a long time, Lori. Like nine months. And And they don't talk anymore. Right. So I feel like this is the MO when you work on a project. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. With her, it's her way yeah, or no way. Or, the, or no way. Yeah. And then taking the creative, uh, you know, um, advice or direction, you know, she's used to just doing things Every, her way. She, yeah. I mean, I was happy she went to the Tom Ford show last night and wore Tom Ford's like these cool. I feel like we've seen Lisa Renna wear these sunglasses, but they were a black frame heavy aviator, but the lenses were like light purple. So you could see her eyes sure. and she could see out. And the big frame covered up her terribly distressing blonde bleached eyebrows. <laughs> okay, so she looked like she had a face. And then she had a red wig on that was tied, battened down with a nice headband. So she really, she looked she looked good. She was with her Rocco in a velvet suit. I'm sure it was Tom Ford and her daughter. Well, they had a fun family. Night yes, they did. Time. It's Fashion Week right now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, and Grant also posted Sinead O'Connor is getting a documentary called Nothing Compares. Oh, and uh, that's going to be on Showtime. Yeah, and we're going to get to hear from her. It's got unseen footage, and she's going to do an interview talking about all the things that she said in the past oh, my and goodness. give a perspective of it today after all the reflections. So it's going to be wow. pretty intense. All right. Yeah. What are we listening to? So this is the scene in the movie in League of Their Own where all the girls go back and see themselves where they put a Hall of Fame set up. Yeah. And they all see each other and they start singing their, their song together. The and uh, Yeah, the Rockford Peaches. Yeah. I love it. Well, you're watching that show, A League of Their Own, and oh. Neil Justin uh, recommended it highly he to did. us. And, um, and you're just loving it, Grant, because... Because... I grew up watching the first one, and the first the one... The movie. The movie, yeah, mm. the movie, League of Their Own, and it had such a comedic aspect to it that left out so many of the important parts because back, and we'll hear this from Rosie O'Donnell, they're just touching so many other things in the show. They're giving it just uh, more... Layers. Layers. Layers yes, exactly. of trueness and what was happening and being funny at the same time. Yes, and I do want to watch that. And Rosie O'Donnell is kind of on fire right now because she was on... Um, you know, she's on this new show, which we'll talk about in a little bit, American Gigolo. She plays this detective. Yeah. And she's quite good. And she was on CBS... Uh, morning news a couple days ago and she spoke to many many female detectives for this role she said i wanted to see what it would be like for a woman who was like 60 her age yeah and they joined the force when they were like 20 you know to get a feel for how she would be and what their life was like when they started so she's I thought terrific I, and american Gigolo. i do too and and yep. um so this is her um, Seth Myers is also a fan. He's watched a league of their own and he wanted to ask Rosie about, um, when she was in that movie and just about the TV show. So here's Rosie reflecting on, um, everything since the original league of their own came out in 91. It must also be thrilling for you to notice in those 30 years, you know, sexuality was, you can maybe say was some subtext of the original film uh, and for really. barely, right? Yeah. But 
the fact that it gets to be so out in the open and the focus of it now, I mean, I think you were a huge part of the advancements in the last 30 years, but well, that must be so such much. a cool thing to see. Thank you very much. It's overwhelming. Yeah. You know, it really is. When I, when I watch the show, I can't believe that we're able to have representation. You know, when we did the actual series, we would meet the uh, original members of the Peaches, or, and they'd be like, you know, 88, and say, oh, this is my um, roommate, Betsy. I'm like, oh, hi, Betsy. Uh, obviously, you played shortstop. She was like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, and how long have you guys been roommates? Oh, 52 years. <laughs> And it's just, society has changed so much. People don't realize. They say, why didn't Penny add that? Well, in 1991, when we were shooting it, nobody was out. Katie Lang wasn't out, yeah. right? I mean, there, it was a different time. And, and I couldn't really believe where we have gone in the 30 years, although there's a lot more mm -hmm. to go. And, and I think that representation is the first step. And Abby Jacobson hit it out of the park, so to speak, uh, in this League of Their yeah. Own thing. She really did. I want to watch this. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. So do I. So, she, well, and she's on our show, American Gigolo. Did I you watched love that? it. Wow. Wow. John Bernthal is so hot. He is. He is he, hot. <laughs> I love his nose. I love everything about. Did you him. watch it, Grant? I have not watched American Gigolo, but I've been a fan of. I follow. I will watch it because I follow him. Whatever yes. he's in, it's always fantastic. It pretty much is, and yeah. he plays good guys and bad guys. Both. Yeah, he he's does everything. Both, but yeah. uh, Gretchen Mall. M-O-L, M-O-L, we know her from Boardwalk Empire. Yes. We saw her once backstage at yes. the SAG Awards when they won. I was looking at her like, how, how do I know, I know her? How Boardwalk do I know? Empire, yes. and we were we couldn't believe how tall and willowy and gorgeous she is. And I don't know, I know uh, some people were like giving that show crap, but I really liked it. Well, it's it's amazing how much he looks like. Richard Gere back in the day. That kind of blew me away. The nose. The nose. Yeah. Everything about him. And they tell the story in flashbacks and flash forwards. I mean, it's I, got I, nothing to do with really the movie. No, but it's just the concept the that he is an escort, a paid escort, and something happens. And how did that happen? Yes. And the murder mystery. I, I thought it was quite good. And then. Um, I did too. Uh, we got to see some nice interaction between Hoda and Savannah today because they. they they were both very excited that Matt Smith, who played Prince Philip in The Crown and is in the new um, House of Dragons, House of the Dragon of show, the, yep. playing the um, brother. brother, and he's so transformative, transformative, in a, like John Bernthal is in a character, in a character, because he can really look like. Completely different. Com yeah, like it's a completely yes. different actor. Yes. So here, here's um, Matt talking to Savannah and Hoda, and they you could tell that they were like really excited that he was fanboying, fanboying uh, yeah. for sure. So here Perfect we go. set up right here for Emmy nominated actor Matt Smith. He portrayed a young Prince Philip on the show The Crown, and now. He's playing a much different prince on the Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon. Matt, we're going to get into the other one in a second, but yes. we want to talk about your role, just you and the crown. And um, you've had the opportunity to meet some of the royals before. What was what was that like for I you? I met a couple. I'm, I met the now King Charles and told him that I thought he had fabulous shoes, which he told me <laughs> that he had for 30 years. Oh, really? They were red. They were like red brogues. They were beautiful. And then I met Harry once at the polo, which sounds a bit grand, but it wasn't that grand. And he rocked up to me and he went, Grandad, 
granddad? Oh, <laughs> he watches the show. He oh my gosh, show. oh, he watches How the show. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't claim to know if he watches it currently, but he'd watched he, a bit oh of it then. Oh my gosh, he certainly watched your episode. Yeah, so, yeah. But everyone wants to know. I mean, have you ever gotten the inside scoop on whether the royals, whether the queen or Prince Philip watched the I show? heard the, the queen had watched it. Oh, Yeah, really? yeah, and she used to watch it on a projector on a Sunday night, apparently. And I, 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 and I know that Philip definitely didn't. Oh, he didn't. He did a not. A friend of mine sat next to him at dinner once, and he asked him. Actually, I think Philip asked my friend if he'd made the crown, and then the first course came out, and then the second course came out, and then the third course came out, yeah. and my friend couldn't resist. By the end of the meal, he was like, "Philip, I have, <laughs> I have to ask, have you watched <gasps> the crown?" And apparently, he turned around to him and went, "Don't be ridiculous." Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. this is such a meaningful moment. And, yeah, but that's then, good. That's good. And then he talks. Do you think when he was talking that it was the guy who created the crown who? Who Matt Smith was talking about? Well, he said it wasn't him, though. Yeah, it was. He said Philip asked him, and he said, no, no. I didn't create it. Yeah. It was oh, a different okay. friend. Different yeah. friend. A All different right. friend. But here he is talking a little bit about Prince Philip. But let's go back to okay. a second. How does Queen Elizabeth watch the crown on a projector? How? Maybe they call... Um, well, you can just you can have in-home projectors. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, you can get projectors now that are the size of your cell phone. Oh really? Yeah, you just okay. need to have a I white vision one of those a movie a movie thing. No, 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 no. no we're talking. They okay. hang up there about the size of a laptop or as small as your cell phone Got now, and it. you just need a white wall, and you can set that up. And okay, okay. Certain L, certain LG I get phones a kick out in. of thinking about her watching it, but the, the real, first the two seasons of The Crown, playing portraying the young Elizabeth oh. and and Philip, was so um, moving and uh, you know good. Lovely. Lovely. And I mean, honoring her. Yeah, yeah, we get into a little bit of the caddish behavior of Philip, but it's almost understandable in the sense that, you know, he'd been a military guy. Mm -hmm. And then in in marrying Elizabeth, he's, you know, two steps backwards and, you know, having to be second. But he, let, he yeah, let's play the next okay. thing where he talks about what he knows about Prince Philip. Well, I learned a lot about, about well, it, uh, there was a sort of image about Philip as being a bit of a cad and a bit of someone who makes sort of social gaffes and all that. And I found him to be, uh, uh, he was a real modernizer. He was really interesting and he was just, I don't know, I, 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 I kind of fell in love with Philip really, he to did. be honest. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. And he loved her. He really made her laugh. They were a fabulous couple together. Mm. 70 odd years. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty incredible love it is. story. It is. Yeah, it really is. is isn't that sweet? Mm -hmm. That's sweet. And you know, he's talking, so he's in House of the Dragon. And he was asked about a couple different things about it. And he did admit there were too many sex scenes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For the one from this past Sunday. Uh, Ooh, yeah. He used to date <laughs> Lily James. Yes. Uh -huh. oh, wow. But now he's dating someone else who's a sister of someone that was on um, uh, um, The Queen's Gambit. Oh, Anya Taylor-Joy? Anya Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Um, they almost look like brother and sister. I know they They're do, so but not clear. her. Uh, okay, it's yeah, not, not her. her. No, someone else. Her name is Caroline Brady. She's the sister of the Queen's Gambit sister, Millie Brady. Got so, it, but he was, it. yeah. Well, he, um, he's, he's sexy. Very... He has sex appeal. He did as Philip. He does yeah. in the House of Dragon he's, for some reason. Yeah, he looks so different. And then today, yeah. I sitting on the couch with those ladies. He has this brunette hair. He's moved on to something else. He's Doctor Who. A lot of people would oh, know him right. and all of that. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, that's who he another is. weird place where I was like, where else would yes, I see him? Yes, he's Doctor Who. Who. Cool, cool. Two or three Doctor Who. Yeah, because there's been like six or seven. Yeah, or yeah. yeah. that's yeah. where a lot of people might know him. Mm -hmm. but he really is.
Mm-hmm. He's okay, just he's let's go back to American Gigolo for just one second. The opening scene <laughs> with John and Rosie O'Donnell as the detective. People are, one of the things I read of one of the critics on, I think it was Decider, said, you know, this just, the, the, I don't know that this show is that great. We can see where it's going. But to me, if you have really great actors, it brings up the scene. And when I watched that opening scene, Casey and I just looked at each other and I said, hello, Emmys. Okay. It was so For Rosie. Rosie and John. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it was just like, wow, they're such great actors. They're lifting up maybe. But right away, you're just like, holy crap. Does it I, give us like a future scene and then we go back? Yes, gotcha. Yes, That's yes, because I was wondering how they were talking already. They're going back and forth Got it. in time. I'm and excited to watch this. Yeah. And I, you I, only I, get one episode of Sunday. So it's oh, showtime. It's showtime. showtime. And I got showtime. So we're yeah. good. Good. And they're, it's good, Lori. I really like it. I loved it. it. And then I watched that House of, Drag- House of the Dragons from Sunday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Were my you exhausted word. at the end of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot going on There's in there. a lot going on, and there's a shocking, it's, taboo thing that happens. It's sexy hot. Huh? It's, it's sexy, sexy hot. hot. Look at you. I, I couldn't say, I couldn't say oh, that no. was sexy hot because the of the scene. relationship. No, between, I thought the next, yeah. Because, because mm-hmm. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, And then it was uncomfortable sex with that one I scene. I think he is so hot, though. He is, but I couldn't get over the fact of uh-huh. who he was kissing. I couldn't find the hotness there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to give I, any spoilers, yeah. even though it's been since Sunday. Yeah, but you know, I get I think people get it. Yeah, I think people. If, you, if you've if you seen Lord of the or not Lord of the Rings, if you've seen, I'm like pan Game over there to the all the other because we're so used to this from you know Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, this, yes, this is a very true. common mm-hmm. thing. So the Lancasters, it's yeah. in their blood. <laughs> yes, that's mm-hmm. true. And it was blood. back then. It was. Mm-hmm. All right, listen. We come back. Um, oh my gosh! I of course was texting Brittany this morning. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. It was the uh, second to the last episode. The ladies in Aspen, this story has been talked about since January. It was kind of an epic episode, but we've got some cuts from uh, Watch What Happens Live, Michael Rappaport, and uh, that evil Erica Jane were on. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we'll be back to talk about that. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night was so good. Uh, it, it's like the third episode with Aspen, and it had it was at a ended with a to be continued. And Erica continues to be just the most gr- gross person, <laughs> as far as you know. The late the other Crystal and and um, well Sutton doesn't even interact with her, but they just can't understand why she can't be more empathetic about it. the people who died. It got burned in the plane crash. The survivors that her. Husband, husband stole all their money. Yes, and there's actually more than just lying yes. air. And Crystal just kept saying, you know. Anyway, it was just kind of and 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 Erica was so out of control. in last week's episode that Lisa Rinna hustled her out of there because she was afraid of what she was saying on camera. Yes, too bad Lisa Rinna didn't show more compassion to her friend of twenty years, Denise Richards. Um, you know, but I'm just saying. You always say that because. Lisa I don't Rennick. understand the friendship between what they call the five, the Force Five, you know, the five ladies, and their fierce defense of Erica Jane when she just constantly says horrible things to people. 
Horrible, horrible things. things. It'd be like you being friend to me as, as I'm telling your other friend she's a see you next Tuesday. Yeah. You being friend to me and I'm honor and I'm honor and I'm honor and I'm honor all yeah. the time. Right. You'd be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. So it's very, you know, strange. So last night in the clubhouse via Zoom, Michael Rappaport was on with Andy and so was Erica Jane, right. you know, broadcasting from her little pool house. And you can tell that she did some nice staging and put some flowers out the, and paid her glam. The plants everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but um, uh, Shady Andy Cohen asked um, uh, Erica to say something about um, Jennifer Lawrence was asked at the Toronto Film Festival uh, by a reporter about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because she is an out loud professed Bravo Real Housewives One, fan. 100%. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence had uh, said that Erica Jane was evil and she needed a publicist and she felt the show was kind of... I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Boring. The loop it was on. Yes. This season. So here's what uh, Erica says about it. Erica, gotta ask you, mm-hmm. um, I saw you last Friday at the reunion, which was quite dramatic, and then this video dropped of uh, Jennifer Lawrence, who's a huge Housewives fan, uh, calling you evil and saying you need a publicist. What was your reaction when you saw that? Well, you know, it's easy to label people when they are at their absolute lowest going through something in real time on television. Um, but any time that she would like to come on down and mix it up with us, I'm sure that we could uh, unmask the ugly parts of her personality as well. Um, face. Erica, number one. But look, she doesn't even flinch after she says she it, too. No, she's staring right she at the camera. She's right out. We can unmask her ugly. So she couldn't, you know, she is so bad. Like, I would have said something like, I'm just delighted that she knows who I am. You know, right. I would have just, like, laughed it off or done something. But she cannot resist her. This is her personality. This is who Fight she back is. Fight harder. Fight back harder. She feels like a Scientologist. Yes, almost. doesn't she? You know, attack, 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 attack. 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 Well, then Andy asked oh, Erica yes. about, because they did just film The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, The Reunion. Oh, yeah last friday and um here's what um erica says about that erica what did you think of the reunion ah it was a lot i mean it was um really trying and and it was hard to see some family dynamics in front of us i don't know how you felt about it but you know it was it was tough it was tough and um i will say this you know none of us took a cast picture and none of us hugged each other as we walked off Wow. Yeah, there was no That's cast first, picture yeah. at no. the end. That was a first. Wow. Um, and I think it was a first. It was yes. a first. And I didn't even kind of push it. And Man. it was, uh, I think when you see, you will see why. Okay, so here's the problem for me mm-hmm. with, with this show is that you've got sisters. Yeah. The Hilton the Richards and whatever the other one's name was. The well, other it's sister. just Kyle and, but it's, and, uh, it's the and Kathy on. Yeah. And, and 
Lisa Renna did something so vile because when uh, Kathy um, Kathy Hilton is promoting her tequila and they it's go, it's actually not her tequila. It's a Eva Longoria's tequila, and Kathy Hilton is an investor. investor, and she doesn't have anything she's selling like the other girls, and they're always pimping something. Right. So she's like, "Will you girls try this tequila?" So it would be like us going to a bar, me knowing that you've invested in a tequila. Yeah. We're being filmed and asked for. Kyle Jenna's tequila, not yours. Right, right. Very loud. Very loudly. I want to try Kyle Jenner's 818 tequila. I've My never... friend Kendall yeah. Jenner. Right, Kendall. Kendall Jenner's tequila. Well, In first... front of everyone, and you just sit there like, wow. But, I mean, Lisa maybe he... has forgotten that Kathy Hilton and Chris Jenner, they're, fr- they're very good friends. So I have a hard time believing that Kendall Jenner is a good friend of Lisa Rinna. It was just a biatchy thing on the part of Lisa Rinna yeah. to do, which she seems to be getting very good at doing every every season since Lisa Vanderpump. She's just kind of gotten... But you would have hit me away. if I did something. Well, you yeah. said, Julia, come And I can see why Kathy Hilton left. It's like, come on, you and, know. And then her sister doesn't defend her. They all run around defending Erica Jane, Erica but Jane. no one else. No one else gets any grace. It's the strangest thing. I think thing. they're so afraid of the witch that maybe she is. Maybe they are, maybe. I think when you give someone so much power that scares you, you lose sight of everything else. Yeah, because she's such an attacker she's and name caller. And a scary woman. And same with Diane Jenkins. Notice how little she talked in last mm-hmm. night's episode because she was so awful the night before. And it sounds like the sisters had a really tough reunion yes. and this is six months later and they're still not talking, which they went eight years without talking. Yeah, I know. Which just scares me. And then it was shady on the part of Bravo. This episode ended. The ladies went to a private club in Aspen. No cameras allowed. Several hours later. When they're drunk. When they're drunk. But it shows Lisa Rinna's text to um, Erica Jane and we're just supposed to believe that what Erica, what Lisa Rinna is telling Erica went on when there's no footage of it. Right. That was kind of, that all seemed kind of shady to me. And then Kathy Hilton. Manipulative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what we watch the show yeah, for. This is what, this is what oh. got us addicted to the housewives in the first place. So to me, these last two episodes have brought the Beverly mm. Hills back, the drama. And I'm dying laughing at Mauricio being on a girl's trip. No men allowed on a girl's trip. And Kat oh. and Kyle wearing a hat everywhere because she's in Aspen. <laughs> you know? Well, those hats are $500 and they start them on fire. Oh, my When you God. buy it. Yeah. Casa yeah, yeah. del Sol. You buy a hot and you, hat and you get wasted. No, it's at Kimosabi. I thought oh, that right. place you're right. was. You're right. Casa del Sol is the tequila. You're right. You could put the tequila in the hat and set it on fire. Oh my gosh! And then uh, Michael Rapaport, he was uh, he he. I don't think we have time yeah, to play, but time. he just said, you know, listen. I think uh, Kathy Hilton wrote the playbook that her daughter lives by. You know, she's shady. No, not shady. Not shady, but just nice. She's she's not going to go low in right. the dirt and play dirty on camera. Okay. And, you know, she's but just feel- not going to do it. But maybe something, I don't know what happened. But Kyle is way too liberal with her tears. She's always <laughs> crying about something, but she never defends her sisters. And we've seen that in the 10 years on Beverly Hills. She, she defends-, defends the friends over her sisters. Yeah, yeah. Can't do that. You can't do that. Family. Family is first. That's right. Okay. Listen, if you haven't bought the tickets yet for Project Done and Dirty Film Fest, they Mm -hmm. are on sale today and a limited, very limited number of VMP tickets are left. 
Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword project, to find out more information.